This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is Thursday, the 6th day of July, 2023, and I'm coming to you from behind the steering wheel in the front seat of the old F-250. Yes, please pardon the sound quality <coughs> and the vocal quality. <coughs> Excuse me, have a little frog in my throat, or perhaps it's the frozen Dr. Pepper Slurpee, icy, whatever you want to call it, from my local convenience store. I've loved Icy's since I was a young child. That frozen concoction, non-alcoholic, kind of like a daiquiri in consistency, but the flavor of my favorite soft drink, Dr. Pepper. Yum, yum, yum. Okay, enough of that. The adoration is a little ridiculous. I have a few questions for you. Do we still have a coin shortage. We never had a coin shortage. That never existed. That was something the Biden administration cooked up to take your mind away from the fact that we were in deep trouble with the Wuhan China novel coronavirus response from that Biden administration. They did such a lousy job mismanaging the Wuhan China novel coronavirus in the Biden administration, that the media needed to come up with something to deter you from looking into the Biden's mishandling of the Wuhan China novel coronavirus, the coin shortage. After that, murder hornets. Remember that? Murder hornets? Those evil hornets that were going to come and kill everyone? That was during one of the first scandals of the Biden administration. Then we had all of the other scares to divert your attention away from Biden's mishandling of the border, Biden's mishandling of the economy, Biden's mishandling of his own crime family and what they've been up to. Every single time we have something on the Biden family, magically and mysteriously, another made-up scandal. What happened to the border crisis? You're not hearing anything in the media right now about the massive influx of illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing, criminal migrants at the southern border because the media does not want you to know that it is still going on. So they divert your attention. What is it now? A little cocaine found at the White House. Of course, that one backfired. They should have realized Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is a coke addict, an addict, a guy who can't get enough of the white powder and the stinging buzz of the high from the coke. What will tomorrow's crisis be? Because the Biden crime family is still committing the crimes of the Biden crime family. The inflation of Joe Biden is still the inflation of Joe Biden. Prices haven't gone down considerably. They are nowhere near as low as they were just two and a half to three short years ago when the evil orange man was still your president. 
By the way, the evil orange man is running for president again against the same feeble-minded, feeble-bodied, inept, incapable Joe Biden. So what do we do? What do we do? We continue to fall for the lies, the scandals, and of course, all of those media diversions to keep you from realizing what is actually happening. Alejandro Mayorkas, well, he's still hiding in his Washington, D.C. office. Do you see him down at the border trying to fix the immigration crisis that he is solely responsible for? I love how these politicians in Washington, D.C. on the Democratic Party side always try to shift the blame, especially when it is they who create, cause, manifest, exacerbate, increase, push, produce, engineer, design, promote, produce, I said, I think already. They make these crises happen. And then when even after people warn them, this is what's going to happen, those same clowns try to blame it on someone else. And the someone else they try to blame it on is almost always a Republican. And if they can find any way to blame Donald Trump, the evil orange man, well, that's just a bonus for them. It is shameful the way they have treated you, the American public, and you, the American public, have within your power the ability to vote these clowns out of office. You had the chance for the midterm elections, but you stayed home because you fell for yet another media lie. Remember the great red tsunami that they all warned about? Oh, it's going to be a great red tsunami. What happened? Most of you stayed home. Most of you did not go out and vote. And that's what the media and the left wanted. They wanted to make damn sure you did not go out and vote. So they made it so that everyone felt, ah, I'll just stay home. It's cold, or it's hot, or it's raining, or it's not raining, or there's an episode of the Big Bang Theory coming on that I wanted to watch in reruns. There's always some excuse, some reason why the lazy in America fell for the lie of the great red wave, the great red tsunami that never occurred because the media convinced Republicans, conservatives, there's no need for you to go out at all. Stay home. They got this. There's going to be such a great red tsunami. You don't need to waste your time going out to vote. That's what happened. So you stayed home. Your neighbors stayed home. Your friends and co-workers stayed home. Your relatives stayed home. And the Democrats almost took back the House as well as the Senate. We barely kept the House of Representatives or pushed the House of Representatives to our control. And we lost the Senate. We lost the Senate to clowns like Raphael Warnock. We lost the Senate to race-baiting bigots who hide behind the lie of systemic racism. We lost the U.S. Senate, which would have given us the control to beat back and beat down all of Joe Biden's evil doings. There is a reason that you are still paying well above $3 a gallon for gasoline now. That reason, Joe Biden is still your president. And 
we don't have a Republican Congress, both houses, to battle against his evil shenanigans. And if it were just shenanigans, that would be one thing. If it were Joe Biden spooging on some young intern girl's dress, that's something we could deal with. But it's not. It is a president who can't find his way off of a stage, who talks to empty drum sets and speaker boxes. It's a president who trips up sets of stairs as a matter of normal course. It's a man who you might think, hey, the president just tripped up a flight of stairs, not once, but twice, but three times. He's defying gravity. He must be magic, but it's not the case. He's incompetent. He's inept. He's incapable. He does not have control over his own faculties. He can't string two coherent sentences together, even with cue cards, a teleprompter, his handy dandy notebook, and some clown telling him what to say in his earpiece. <clears throat> I've spoken about it twice already, but it does bear repeating. This guy was standing on a stage on the 4th of July at a military event looking for the rapper or hip-hop artist known as Neo. And this clown, Joe Biden, was walking on an empty stage, not looking out at the audience, talking to himself into the microphone, saying, where is he? Who is, where is he? Oh, I wanted to meet him. Where, where are you? Hey, hey, I got this microphone. I guess they think I'm gonna sing. Now they're telling me to get off the stage. How, how the hell you get off the stage? Where, where's off? Hello, anybody here? And then he turned to the empty drum set and speakers and said, hey, thanks a lot, guys, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's so horribly sad that it's funny. But then again, it's not funny. It is the safety of your nation that is at risk. China is watching. Russia is watching. North Korea, little rocket man, is watching and laughing right now as those nations plot and plan the takeover, the invasion and takeover of our nation. And they'll probably be able to do it without firing a single shot, without dropping a single bomb. They'll probably just watch as Joe Biden destroys America from within. An implosion that will make that little trip to the Titanic look like a drop in a bucket, which effectively it was. Let's turn the subject for just a moment, shall we? Right now in America, we have people wanting, once again, to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. Why? Well, because the court decided to actually do what its job was, to look at individual cases brought before it to determine if things, laws, actions, deeds were constitutional. Meaning, do they pass the written test of being in compliance with our founding documents? Of course, if you ask that black African-American 13% hyphenated minority member of America, those documents was racist from the word go. 
from Jump Street, as they say. Because those documents was written by white men. White men, and those white men had slaves. And those white men thought of black people as property. So they want to scrap the Constitution. They want to scrap the Bill of Rights. They want to scrap the Declaration of Independence. They want to rewrite it so that it favors them and punishes the majority of Americans who happen to be, yes, whites. Isn't that terrible? That's what the blacks in America want. They will never be happy. Even if we give them 10 million a person for reparations, they will never be happy until they are leading white men in chains down to a cotton field and making white men pick cotton and watermelon and fry them some chicken. Doesn't matter how much you give them, everything we have given them over the last 50, 60, 70 years is unappreciated and it's never enough. It's never ever enough for them. The old expression, give them an inch and they wanna take a mile has now turned into give them a mile and they want the entire country handed over to them. I read last week somewhere and it was reiterated to me by a family member that there is a group of black people in the United States of America who by the way make up only 13% of the population. This group thinks that the United States of America should give 50% of its land, of its resources, of its gross domestic product, of its businesses, its infrastructure, to the black community. 50%, despite they only being 13% of the population, they say equity means equal. Equal means 50-50. Therefore, they want 50% of the country given to them. And they want to pick out which geographic areas that 50% consists of. And then they want Whitey to simply move out, start over. They want Whitey to take North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Utah, parts of Minnesota, parts of Wisconsin, parts of Oregon, but nowhere near the coast, none of the desirable land, because, you know, they bees living in underserved communities for too long. You all know how I feel about the term underserved. It's just like the term underprivileged. There's no such thing as underserved. No one in this country, no one should be served, period. Everyone should be expected to make their own way. And how do you do that? You wake up in the morning, you go to school, you become educated, you learn what you need to learn, and you apply what you learned after successfully completing the curriculum to your daily job whatever that job happens to be. You go to work and you earn a living. And then you use that living, the money you earn, to wisely purchase the items that you need in order to live your life. That's it. That's what is owed to you, my friends. Nothing more, nothing more. There's no such thing as underserved 
because no one should be served to begin with. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Okay, gang, after a brief stop, let's get on to the next topic. The next topic, of course, is traffic. When I was very, very young, I came up with an idea that every car should have a positive charged magnet on the front, a negative charged magnet on the rear, and when you got onto the roadway, your car would latch onto the car in front of it magnetically, and it would take you down the highway, and then you could plug in some destination point, and when you got towards that destination, your car would disengage from the front and the rear car and allow you to turn off and then under your own power go to whatever destination it was. It was a silly fantasy as a young kid. You were effectively making a train of magnetically attached cars. As my fascination with magnets grew as a young child, I thought about magnetic levitation. And people laughed at me. But I would actually position some magnets on the bottom of a piece of cardboard and then some magnets opposing the same charge atop that. And it would kind of float. The magnet would float. And then I would drag that magnet across the top of the cardboard and move it around. I said, gee, just think if we had total control, a tunnel system that had all positively charged magnets around the entire perimeter of that tube, and that way the positively charged car, positively charged all around the top, middle, bottom, sides, what have you, would float in the middle of the tube. Then all you needed was a magnet in the front, a magnet in the rear, and a slight push-off, and you could move through the tube with zero friction. And at the right angle, with positively charged magnets facing slightly forward, and the positively charged magnets facing rearward on your vehicle, you could propel without friction through the tube around in a circle at whatever set speed you pushed yourself forward with. It made plenty of sense. Of course, I'm not a scientist. I didn't go to school to study magnetism. I wish the hell I had. Perhaps I could have pushed that theory forward and made something out of it. But that's the past. Traffic in America. Right now, we depend on vehicles that run on either gasoline or diesel, and in very few cases, electricity, which is charged from electric power generating stations using what? Oil, natural gas, coal, for the most part. You cannot, I'll repeat, you cannot rely on solar and wind power to generate enough electricity in this nation to power every home, every business, every industry, every infrastructure, every vehicle, every conveyance. It's just not physically possible. Hey, listen, it was a nice try. I'll give you credit for that. I'll give you credit for trying. But the infrastructure is not there and never will be there. California's tried it. What do they have? 5% of their vehicles are electric now. And the governor of California, the Democrat loser, Gavin Newsom, is telling people, 
you can't charge your electric vehicles between the hours of 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. because there's not enough electricity on the power grid to power the television shows, the dishwashers, the washers, the dryers, the air conditioners, the lights, the fans, the, the radios. There's just not enough capacity on the grid in California or anywhere else. And California is perhaps the best prepared state for an electrified future. And they suck. I have recently been looking into Toyota's experimental hydrogen-powered automobiles. They have several models out with hydrogen-powered engines. Oops. Now here's a guy in a ditch that should not be in a ditch. That is not good. Wow. I wish we had the video capabilities hooked up here on the Truth Hurts program because that was a sight to see. All right, moving along. Toyota is experimenting with hydrogen-powered vehicles. To power a hydrogen vehicle, you know what the exhaust is? Water. Water. The process of locomotion, which means self-movement, the process of powering the moving capability of a hydrogen-powered vehicle produces water from the exhaust pipe. Water! That's it. No greenhouse gases. No pollutants. Just simple, clean water. And yes, you'll say, well, hydrogen's kind of explosive. So is gasoline. So is propane. So is a Tesla battery if exposed to water. The wrong conditions. Highly flammable. Highly explosive. Corrosive. And guess what? For hydrogen, you don't need to send eight and nine-year-old little boys and little girls into dangerous mining situations to mine the earth and strip the earth of precious metals and other minerals needed to produce those lithium-ion batteries and the other types of batteries for the electric-powered cars. Simply use hydrogen. The output is a very powerful engine which gets incredible mileage, incredible range, and the only exhaust that it produces is water vapor from the exhaust. Of course, I will see critics and skeptics who will say, now you're going green? No, I've always thought of going green as long as green didn't cost me too much of my green, and as long as green did not harm the environment more than the current use of the God-given, provided, earth-given oil and petrochemicals. Jimmy Carter lied to the United States of America in the 1970s. He lied straight to your faces, and though he smiled and talked about his peanut farm, the man was a nuclear scientist. He knew that nuclear power was the key to a future without as many polluting fossil fuels. But Jimmy Carter was met with staunch opposition from 
the very oil and natural gas industry that is now scrambling to try and stay relevant. Our nation is not going to ever run out of oil or natural gas. New finds of oil and natural gas, new massive reservoirs, supplies of oil and natural gas are being found every week. There is enough oil and natural gas to power the entire U.S. of A. for the next 400 years at our current level of consumption. 400 years! Yet Jimmy Carter, the Democrat, lied to you 41 years ago and told you... Okay, well that phone call took way longer than I thought and of course I have lost my place. My apologies, by the way, for you hearing that ringing noise but it is one of the dangers of listening to a version edition of the Truth Hurts program where I'm doing the broadcasting on the old telephone. My apologies again for that noise. So I'll just pretend that I remember what I was speaking about before, even though I don't. And I will say this to you, my Truth Hurts program listeners. The apathy in the November 2022 midterm elections is one of the primary reasons why Joe Biden is getting away with much of what Joe Biden is getting away with. But we do have a Republican-controlled House of Representatives, and I excoriate those clowns. I am calling them out right now. And you should as well. And Sean Hannity should. And Michael Berry. And Buck and Clay. And all the other conservative media outlets should be calling on Steve Scalise should be calling on Kevin McCarthy. And it's asking the very simple question, why the hell have you guys not done to Joe Biden one fraction of what was done to Donald Trump? We know Donald Trump was innocent of the charges being levied against him. We know that he was not guilty. And yet we endured five, almost six years now of lies, scandals, misappropriated stories, manufactured allegations, false accusations, phony impeachments. And yet here we have the Biden crime family actively engaged in many of the things they accused Donald Trump of doing manipulating elections, taking classified documents home, doing illegal, illicit, immoral, unethical dealings with foreign governments, misappropriation of funding, selling access to the White House, both as vice president and as president. And Steve Scalise is telling his constituents in the state of Louisiana, look what I did, I played in a baseball game. Look what I did. I called on the Congress to do this and that minor thing. Where are the impeachment calls? Where is the 25th Amendment calls? Where are the allegations against the Biden crime family? The access for hire of Hunter Biden? 
a slap on the wrist is all that cocaine addict criminal got. A plea deal. Cocaine was found in the White House. Can you imagine the stories had there been cocaine in the White House during Donald Trump's four years as your president? Apathy at the voting booth is likely to blame. We are now dealing with two and a half plus years of Joe Biden's inflation. He's lying to everyone, claiming it's not as bad as it was supposed to be made out to be, that it's getting better, even though it's not. It's far worse. You are paying right now 14 cents more for every dollar of value item that you purchase. When's the last time you heard of a dollar menu at a fast food restaurant? I'll give you a hint. Donald Trump was the president. All of those great prices that we enjoyed while our income was about what it is now under Donald Trump are things of the past. You are paying 14% more on average for everything you buy under Joe Biden, and yet we've done nothing to get rid of the clown. That's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and have a good evening. Bye-bye, for now. <laughs>